O Fire 1183. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. Entrepreneurs, near and far, JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chase Reeves. Chase, are you prepared to ignite? I am, John. I'm virtually and literally tingling. Yes! <laughs> Chase is a designer, educator, and entrepreneur. Through his work at fizzle.co, he helps thousands of entrepreneurs build their thing and make progress week after week. He lives in Portland, Oregon with his very lovely wife and his very energetic five-year-old son. He is an indelicate and funny person. I can definitely vouch for the latter. Chase, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Uh, thank you, John Lee Dumas. <laughs> I am Chase Foreman Reeves. You've done a great job reading the the intro that, yes. that I sent uh, a while ago. And I wrote that. I don't know how, if you know how hard it is to write an intro. Oh, but I'm pretty, I did a pretty good job. I do help thousands, literally, of entrepreneurs along with my team at Fizzle. We've, uh, we've helped thousands of entrepreneurs figure out how to do this thing. Uh, and like I said in the intro, and like I'll say a little bit later on in some of the questions later, making progress on your business every single week is such a nightmare. And it, I like to think that we make the crazy, crazy, craziness uh, of, of trying to build a business a little less crazy for the best kinds of people. Wow. The best kinds of people. And you are one of those people, Chase, the best of all kinds. And Fire Nation, if you are saying, hey, I kind of recognize that voice a little bit, that tenor is kind of ringing a bell. Well, Chase, this is his third time. He is a three-peat on EO Fire. Episode 332, Chase shares his worst moments, his aha moment. And of course, we tackle the lightning rounds. Episode 1002, we talked a little bit about Fizzle and why Fizzle is so awesome. And now here we are at episode 1183. So the space is getting closer when, when we're talking, Chase, which I'm really liking. I like so that. Let, let's keep that trend going on. And we did a killer Fire Nation six-episode series back in July on Fizzle. And again, just why it's so awesome and why if you are an entrepreneur, you got to get your acting gear and get on over to Fizzle. And you know we have a very cool thing for you at Fizzle on fire.com. We've had a ton of people just come back and say, man, I am so glad I checked out Fizzle. I'm part of it. It's just an amazing community. I actually have a course on there. Chase has countless courses and other people just have awesome stuff, not to mention the forums, the worksheets, the templates, the resources. They're all there for you. It is your all-in-one stop for an entrepreneur, fizzleonfire.com. And Chase, one thing I wanted to do during this month of 33, you know, it's 33 days I'm bringing on just 33 past guests. So you're one of, you know, 33 of the 1,200 guests I've now had on EO Fire. For obvious reasons, you rose to the top. And, and I wanted to bring you on because you have struggled in the past setting goals. You struggled in the past accomplishing goals. You're very open and honest about this on your podcast, The Fizzle Show. And I love that about you. So why are goals important to you here in 2016? Well, uh, I thank you for all the kind words. <laughs> and 
I, I am flattered, uh, and uh, I, I'm I'm really I'm really glad to be here, John. So thanks for thinking Thank of me. Thanks you. for I, I feel special to bring to be brought back on the as one of the 33. And you're catching me at a very interesting time um, because, as you say, I have always had a hard time with goals. Right? It's always been I've been uh, more of a Cinderella, more of a more of a <laughs> I, I don't know a um, a no no Cinderella isn't the right term. More like a prima donna slash. Uh, golden retriever, right? So I just like I get really excited <laughs> about things. I get I get fired up about them, and um, regardless of if it's in line with what I want to be doing for the rest of my life or not. And there's something really pure about that. There's something I'm really glad that I I'm glad I have that in me. But it can also keep me from it can it, it can keep me from where where I want to be ten years from now. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I don't know where I want to be ten years from now. So what I love so much about goals right now, why it's such an important thing to me is I realize that when I don't know what I'm fighting for or what I'm what game I'm playing I start playing by everyone else's rules whatever rules are nearby I land on entrepreneur on fire I see the monthly income report Mm. and I just start comparing myself right I land on I see someone retweet someone that I admire retweeting something that someone else did and I go oh why aren't they retweeting something I did they don't know about me. I don't do anything good or whatever, right? And I start, I start wanting that and fighting for that instead of making up my own rules and defining my own version of success. So to me, the goals are important because it's this radical self-discovery, the way that I treat goals. It's a radical self-discovery about what's true, what is true uh, for me, what is honest, what is true, what do I want? I've gotten things that I've wanted in the past and I've felt empty after I've had them. So those weren't... I. I I made a mistake in wanting that thing and I'm glad I learned from it, but I want to set a better goal for the things that I, the best of my, uh, my ability right now aren't going to let me down when I get them, right? When I, when I actually achieve them. Um, so that's why goals are so important to me right now more than ever before because I realize I get really excited about whatever comes my way because I have a lot of fun. I get to do a lot of fun stuff. And I'm, I'm 34 or something now. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> At 1982, uh, whatever that is. So I, in uh, 33, this is my Jesus year. It's 33. <laughs> Jesus was 33 um, when when it all went down, and and it's a big year because I feel like I I uh, my 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 brain and, and my energy and, and my heart has I've all kind of compacted a, a little bit and, and tightened up a little bit in, in a way that's like okay, let's pick one of these directions and let's explode, and that's why. That's why goals right now are so important to me because I can feel very much that like there's this there's this there's this energy gathered and I want to know which way to to release it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought up the word compare because so many entrepreneurs get hammered by this. And that's why I really just promote the phrase and I say it whenever I can, compare and despair. Because if you are comparing yourself to other people, Fire Nation, you're inevitably going to to despair. I mean, there's always going to be somebody better looking than you. There's always going to be somebody in better shape, somebody with more money, somebody with a better car, somebody with a better house, always. So why even go down that road? Because when you start, it never ends. Compare and despair. I mean, Chase, what would happen if I compared myself and my karaoke skills to yours? I'd be the saddest person on earth. Am I right? I don't know. I don't know, man. Great job up there. Okay. This is is where it's like, you get to flourish and so do I. (laughs) Okay. But you flourish as like an amazing professional professional singer and I flourish is like okay I know the words that baby got back like I'll just get up there and rap <laughs> you really do <laughs> listeners fire nation he really does know all the words to baby got back oh so Chase and myself not too long ago actually uh we're part of an epic podcasters paradise cruise where Chase was actually the MC and as you can imagine he 
was amazing from beginning till end. Still, my favorite line that you said is that, Chase, we're currently moving at the speed of a seagull. I mean, that was just, <laughs> I don't know where you pulled that line out of, but um, wherever it was, it will forever be the first thing that I think of whenever I stand out on Aww. a cruise ship deck and just <laughs> see that Good. there's a seagull just drifting next to me. <laughs> I can see Father, Father John Lee Dumas <laughs> on the top, on the, on the roof with his, with his sons and daughters and going, kids, look at us. The wind in our hair, the waves <laughs> underneath. We're going literally... As fast as a seagull. How's it feel? <laughs> so, Chase, we could riff all day long. And I, I want to yeah. bring us back to goals because you are in this new season of your life. And I'm excited for you for that. I'm seeing great things for you. And for so many entrepreneurs, and you see this within the physical community, they just kind of throw goals out there. Like, I want to lose weight. You know, that's the one that I'm using all, yeah. all month here. And, and there's, there's nothing that's going to be accomplished about that because it's not a smart goal. So let's break down what a smart goal is. It's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. All of those are important, Chase, but bring out one of those that you specifically like and kind of talk about why you think it's important. Okay, so this one was an interesting question for me because I landed on measurable. Um, why? Because it's exactly the opposite of who I've been for most of my <laughs> life, right? Um, so I have two tricks that, that I, was, I was trained as a, as a life coach at a, at a really great uh, seminary here in Portland called Western. And I am really gl- grateful that I, I went through that, even though it was just like a year and a half of uh, maybe two years of, of stuff. I felt like it was being trained to be a human, but they, because like you just learn how to listen, you learn how to ask powerful questions. And two of the most powerful questions they taught me to sort of like ask clients to kind of figure out what was really going on is <clears throat> the first one is, okay, so I've set this goal. I, I want to do X. I want to lose weight. Uh, the first question is, how will you know when, when you're done with that? Like what, what will be the things that will be telling you, uh, oh, look, I've lost weight. Like at what point will you have lost enough weight? Like what is the thing that you're really trying to get to exactly? And then the next one is, what do you expect is going to happen? What do you expect the results are going to be? Um, and, uh, the, the, we actually have a fizzle show episode, episode 134, where in the second half of it, it's about the two different kinds of growth in a business. And the second half is all about this spreadsheet that you, we talk you through where you turn an idea like, Oh, I could try this. I could try that. Oh, I could try that. I could lose weight. I could, I could, uh, try to write a hundred blog posts this year. Oh, I could try to do that. Whatever your goal is, you can turn that into an experiment. And that's what makes you that actionable. Um, these are two of the questions to ask yourself. There's two more. Uh, but these are the most important ones to me. How will you know when it's done? And what do you expect is going to happen? Because you know what? I think it's the expectations thing for me that has always, always, always bit me in the backside <laughs> on, the other, on the other side. Because uh, what is it? There's, a, there's this old adage that's like, if you plant expectation, you will reap disappointment. And, and it's so strong because really, uh, most of the time I find with entrepreneurs, we don't know what expectations we have. We don't know what we think is going to happen. So all we end up being is disappointed because Seth Godin didn't text us and tell us we did a great job. Mm. Or disappointed because John Lee Dumas didn't retweet our thing. (gasps) Or disappointed because X, Y, and Z, right? Whatever, like some secret, hidden, soulful desire that you had, some need, some infant kind of need that's a very real thing, but you didn't identify it. You didn't do the work to say like, what do I really expect from this? Oh, I expect 100 people to show up and 10 of them to sign up, right? I don't know if that's realistic or not, but... That's my expectation. And then I got five in the end. So are you disappointed? No, you're not actually. You're like, okay, I know a little bit more about the realistic thing of it. But you're always launching and being disappointed unless you've defined what kind of enough is. So the two questions are, how will you know when this is done? 
And what do you expect is going to happen? That's my trick for the measurable, the M in SMART goals. And it keeps me from, instead of being disappointed, it kind of helps me be encouraged and sort of energized when I'm working through projects. Chase, do you know that you're my closest friend that mispronounces my name? What is it, Dumas? It's Dumas? Where am I? Which way am I? I'm totally giving you a hard time. It's all of the above. It's, you know, growing up in a French Canadian family, it was actually Dumas. And then for my grandmother's generation, it was Dumas, which is kind of how you pronounce it. And then my father's like, we're going to Americanize this. Let's call it Dumas. Well, you know what? I always have been. Oh, actually, never mind. You know what, John? I always have been a bit of an antiquated man. Uh, I prefer the old ways over the new. (laughs) I just love where this is going. Now, Chase, I want to hear you tell us a story. Now, uh, we we can't spin a super long yarn here because we are restricted with that. But I want you to break it down for us, for Fire Nation, just a time that you set a goal at some point in your life and a time that you actually accomplished that goal. Like, What did that story look like? So this is, this is what I want to go with on this one, John. It's actually a goal that I'm setting right now. Um, this sounds weird because it's not one that I have done that I've achieved yet, but it's, it's the one that like, I'm, I'm all in on right now, so I wanted to kind of, get, I guess, share this one. All right? um, I realized recently that I don't have my own definition of success. Um, like we were talking about before, comparing myself to where this business is or that business is or how that entrepreneur does things or how that artist does that thing or how Stephen Colbert looks amazing every night and makes every me laugh night. and how John Oliver has the best show on TV ever. Like, it, like all of these things that I compare myself to, um, it wreaks a lot of havoc in my soul, as you said before, because, because I don't know what I'm fighting for. I don't know what game I'm really playing. I just know that my soul will automatically reach out for every other game that it sees being played and goes like, I want to play in that game, right? Don't I? And it doesn't, it, it doesn't know any better. It's a four-year-old kid, right? Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't have my own definition of success. And that is my goal to literally define the success I'm going to be trying to make this next year. So I have a goal to do this and actually set a very time respected, uh, you know, the, the, the T and smart is we have a, a podcast scheduled on Tuesday. It's going to go out next Friday. It'll be episode. Uh, I'll find out which episode here in, in a second uh, of the show where we're all going to bring this. I, I have the, the great privilege of, of having three amazing conversation partners on the yeah. fizzle show to hash these things out. And so we're, I'm actually, I'm titling the episode like how to come up with your own definition of success because I don't know how to do this, right? But I've set a timeline, like we're recording this episode on Tuesday. So I've been doing a lot of research, reading from a lot of old brains like Benjamin Franklin, finding some great stuff from older folks as well as newer entrepreneurs that I really admire like Brad Feld or Jerry Colonna, Fred Wilson. And just actually, I've reached out and talked to Jerry Colonna on Twitter today <laughs> about it, which was Rando. really, really cool for me. Yeah. So, uh, so to me, it is, uh, this is my goal right now is trying to define what success looks like for me, at least for this next year, if not for a, a much bigger picture uh, of like, what, are, what am I really working towards? Again, this is my Jesus year. It's a big year, John. I'm trying to figure this all out. Right. So, and I know I'm, I'm going to have to make my best guess on what this is and just to find something that feels right and then just dive in and start getting to work and heading in that direction. Um, but that is, that's sort of what I'm going to go with. I'm like, this is the story that, that is not just setting a goal. And, uh, you know, I could have said like when we launched the roadmap within Fizzle, that was a really big project and it took six or eight months to put together all the content, figure everything out. It's the beginning to end of a business 
uh, in in one you know nine stage sort of for lack of a better term it's it's one course but it's really built up of a bunch of different courses really big deal took forever to to get through it and I can't believe we did it's like a war of attrition we actually got it done you know <laughs> and that was amazing um, but I'm so much more excited about the idea of like who do I want to be what do I really want to define and and to do like the sort of post-college, post-early career version of answering that is, is exciting to me. So that's the goal that I'm setting right now in my life. Well, this is the year to do it, Chase. When I was 33, that was my first full year with EO Fire. That was my Jesus year. So I think this is a big year for you in a number of different areas. And Fire Nation, it's a big year for you. So don't go anywhere because Chase is going to crush the freedom rounds. But we're first going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, there's just one sponsor today, and it's actually me, and it's actually the Freedom Journal. I know that you've been hearing all the great things about the Freedom Journal, about how if you want to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, this is the tool for you. But my friends, for those of you who haven't taken action yet, let's stop that right now. Let's see that one big domino that you know you need to knock over to start that chain reaction of awesome, and let's just karate chop that guy down. So go ahead and press the pause button. Head over to thefreedomjournal.com, and you'll get to our Kickstarter page. There are so many cool gifts, prizes, bonuses galore, awesome stuff going on there. I'm so proud of the work that my team has done on that page. The video is gorgeous, and if you have supported it, you know that I am so thankful for you. Please share with your friends, your family, your loved ones, thefreedomjournal.com. Maybe just one call to action for you current backers is to share with one person that you know has that one big goal and they need just a little help, a little guidance, a little love. Thefreedomjournal.com. Catch you there, Fire Nation. Chase, are you prepared for the Freedom Rounds? I am so prepared. (laughs) Why do you feel most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals? Why do they fail to set smart goals? I'll tell you why. Because it's, it's really, really hard work. It's, it's really hard to put your, your backside on the line. You're putting your neck out there. You've got to be vulnerable. You've got to be hopeful about, uh, about the thing happening. But also like not totally crushed if it doesn't. You know what I mean? You have to be hopeful about this without being totally needy. Right? It is, to set a goal is like saying to the world, even if you don't tell anybody, it's like saying to the world, like, this is who I think I am. And if you fail, then people, then the fear is you're a liar, mm. right? And that's not true. Um, but that's what makes it hard. That's what makes it hard for me is, uh, and that's where like, you know, kind of having enough, enough experience to go like, all right, I'm ready to define this for myself. Uh, I have a lot of experience now doing this stuff by myself uh, and then doing it with a team. And I understand who we're serving. And I honestly don't care what other people think very much anymore. I'm really, really interested in what it means to be a dad and to be a husband and to be a a member of the team at Fizzle in the best possible way. And so some of that, I'm I'm not afraid of being vulnerable and I'm not afraid of setting that goal. I think it took me a long time to do that. I think that's why I was so afraid of setting goals early on. Yeah, and kind of circling back to what we talked about with compare and despair a little earlier, the only person you should be comparing yourself to, Fire Nation, is you yesterday. Like, did you take a step forward? Are you progressing on some level that you can actually identify? Like, 
if you're better than you yesterday, then guess what? You're winning. You're winning. And I know you're a huge Ann Landers fan, Chase, so I'm going to go ahead and quote her right here. Opportunities are usually disguised as hard work, so most people don't recognize them. And for me, that's what popped out when you said that you know most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals because it's hard work, and that is a reality. So, Chase, what is one action that you take, brother, every single day that brings you closer to your current goals? You know what? Every week at Fizzle, we we have a, a process that we do every week. Uh, where on Monday we use Slack or to to chat with our team. We did this when we were using Basecamp. We did this when we were using just email. We would have we have a check in and a check out process. Every Monday we check in. We say these are the things that I'm going to be working on this week. I say that Corbett says that Barrett says that Steph says that. We all have a little list there, and then every Friday. We say, these are the things I actually got done. <laughs> and we leave unchecked the things that we didn't do. Um, and this is a, something that we've been doing for, uh, I think, more than, more than a year now. Wow. Uh, it's, and it's been r- and insanely helpful. You know, one of our biggest episodes of our show, one of the most popular ones, is episode 99. You can go to fizzleshow.co slash 99. And it's all about, um, and John, this would fit right in with, yeah. with the Freedom Journal, right? Is It's all about this daily productivity journaling, which has just changed everything for me because uh it not it hasn't changed okay let me put that differently it doesn't change everything i am so glad i started doing this i am so grateful in that episode i start not knowing anything about it i interview two people i kind of do it like a cool npr episode <laughs> i try to be like try to be like alex bloomberg or you something. succeed uh, i i, I reglass it our story today in three parts <laughs> uh and uh and i started doing it at that point i use a little app called day day one and Every night I remember something I forgot that I had done that day. I write it down and I feel so much more like, oh, I'm not a piece of crap. I actually got some stuff done. (laughs) This is great. That's such a big deal to me. That is such a big deal. So for me, the check-in, check-out process is a version of doing that with the accountability of my team, right? Which is something that I'm inherently a little insecure about because it's like, well, if I commit to doing this and I don't do it, then aren't they going to be mad at me? And then like they won't let me eat dinner with them. I'll be, I won't be, I'll be kicked <laughs> out of the family. You know, for some reason, that's how it feels. But when it talks about like when you're talking about like what's the most important action that entrepreneurs can take to 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 take steps towards their goals, so it's just identifying what that goal is, and then and 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 then tracking your progress to it. What? Uh, how are you going to know when you're done, and what do you expect is going to happen? Right? Those two questions we talked about earlier. This interview has been anything but going at the pace of a seagull in flight, Chase. You have been <laughs> literally on fire, my friend. So I want to end with you sharing a parting piece of guidance with Fire Nation. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Best way you can connect with me is uh, probably just fall at Fizzle. At fizzle.co, we got a blog, we got a podcast. I would totally recommend listening. If you like, if you like Entrepreneur on Fire, you you might like our little more, much more rambly conversations, but they're very <laughs> honest and they're very um, awesome. They're 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 honest. They're they over deliver and and they're they're hilarious. They're they funny. Hysterical. Like people really laugh. I laugh. It's like people on the bay and boardwalk look at me funny when I'm listening to Fizzle walking around <laughs> because I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm glad that makes that warms my little heart, John. <sighs> Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Chase Warman reeves and John Lee Dumas. So keep up the heat. 
And I want you to head over to eofire.com and type Chase in the search bar. All three of the episodes that he's been on EO Fire will pop right up, and they're all worth listening to. Obviously, this one is. You're still listening. And Chase, I just want to say, like, you're the man. And if people want to get more of you, Chase, you go to fizzle.co. Of course, you know, we have that great six-episode series you can start that we release on EO Fire, and, and that's all linked up through fizzleonfire.com. So definitely check that out. Listen to The Fizzle Show. It will brighten your day and improve your entrepreneurial mindsets. And Chase, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.